It took a little bit longer than normal to go. I was like freaking out. But anyway, you're on the right side. I know it's because really? I got here first. Yeah, so what happens is I always get here second, and then we're always too lazy to change it until I, you know, click to go live, and, and then, then I'll on the wrong side. But we're now we're back to our assigned spots, our designated spots, and I feel a lot more comfortable here. Honestly, I was just about to say that. I was like, you know, something about this position just makes me feel really comforted. So <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just because we've been doing it this way for almost a year. So it's like, let's just who we are next week. I know. We got to do something special. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> Does anybody have any ideas in the chat? Let us know. But before we get to that, we have some super chats uh, from Ryan, who says, why can't the sailor learn the alphabet? Because he kept getting lost at sea. I feel I like, like that's one. I like it. I like that one. It's like that. What's that one? It's like, uh, what's a pirate's favorite letter? R. Uh, you, oh, you think it'd be R, but it's the C. <laughs> C? See? See? Get it? And then one from, you know, unfortunately, my sister, who says, Jungle Hook saved my soul from damnation. We're going to be talking a lot about Jungle Hook today because, listen, I'm super excited about it. I really, really am. But we're not going to talk about it right now because, like always, we're going to start the show with a little BTE discussion. And being the elite this week was really, really interesting. Um, Just a little bit of a lowdown in case you didn't watch it. The only things that really mattered was one, the I call them the younger bucks because I don't know yeah. what else to call them. The children of the young bucks, uh, wrestling or you know wrestling in a ring with negative one, who is uh, the son of Brody Lee. It's just so super super cute. Sure. You need to watch it just for that because I just love second generation wrestlers like learning how to wrestle when they're so little and they're so cute and they're so into it. I was. In Zach's really little gear, I love it. Oh, oh yeah, he had little tassels on his little <laughs> young. So cute. He's so cute. He did, and I remember. Listen, I remember when that child was born. Mm-hmm. And look, he's listen. I feel like I'm getting old, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so that happened. It was super super cute. Um, we had some dark order stuff with negative one. Hangman went looking for the dark order because, of course. On AW Dynamite, the Dark Order finally became a part of the Elite story after Haley and I have been begging for it for weeks. Um, a little bit weird timing on that. Uh, we literally booked him, them coming in, and then all of a sudden it happens. Tony Khan, but that's okay. Um, and then, oh, we have no. like seven Oh no, again. Kate says, "Congrats to published author Haley, the magnificent boss, babe the third. I'm so proud of I you. Love that. I'm changing. Oh, support the hashtag Deuce in a Better Movement. <laughs> yeah. This is an important cause, and we need everybody to get on board with the both hashtag Deuce in a Better and hashtag Boycott Cinnabon. So, listen, we brought in the expert, the, the face of the hashtag Boycott Cinnabon cause, Jeremy Lambert. You're here to speak your truth, and honestly, I'm just going to give you the floor. That's terrible. If I'm the face of it, we should definitely get a better face for this cause. This is not a good face. Um, congratulations, Haley. Let's start there. We'll get to Cinnabon here in a second. But congratulations uh, to Haley for eating the Indies. Very proud of you. Uh, I mean, you mentioned it a while ago, and, and I'm very happy that it's all coming to fruition now. So congratulations. Uh, Thank you, Jeremy. You... Both of you are great. I'll continue to put over the show. It's the best show we do on Fightful Overbooked. Every other show is like fine. No, just fine. So, Even yours? here. Uh-oh. What's that? 
yeah even even ours my show is just like fine i do i do a live show not technically because one's on the main channel i do a live show on this channel four times a week they're fine like appreciate anybody who supports but you know, tag doc's the best show we do here's a very important update on the boycott cinnabon we're over one week now into cinnabon silence on the Takeshka incident they even ignored Wednesday when he stood out there with Don Callis as the booze rained down and Cinnabon made it no comment. They are too busy posting thirst trap, I guess, mouth, mouth trap pictures. I don't know. Uh, hunger trap. That's what we'll call it. Hunger trap pictures on, on their Twitter. They're flirting over Slim Jim. They're trying to slide in Slim Jim's DMs. Don't get it at all. I went to the grocery okay. store today. I was going to support I was going to support my local cinnamon roll eatery. I was going to get some some cinnamon rolls for the family. You know what I saw that I did not appreciate? Cinnamon rolls from Pillsbury Doughboy with Cinnabon cinnamon. I didn't like this. I could not get the Pillsbury Doughboy cinnamon rolls because it had Cinnabon cinnamon. All of them, all of this stuff had Cinnabon cinnamon. You know what? I searched around. I shopped around. This is what I did. I purchased other Pillsbury Doughboy. Cinny sticks with with what? Real cinnamon. Not, Ooh, not the fake stuff. Cinnabon cinnamon. All right, Cinnabon. Yeah. We got the real stuff right here in the Cine sticks. We ain't using your Cinnabon cinnamon artificially enhanced cinnamon flavored nonsense. We got real cinnamon in the Cine no sticks. No, no we don't we don't want the Cinnabon stuff out there it's probably got a bunch of preservatives and whatnot it's not real cinnamon it's cinnabon it's just it's corporate we don't want the corporate cinnamon out there no we want the real cinnamon and that's what we got we got the real cinnamon here in the cinestick so go out there go get the real cinnamon everybody and cinnabon we're waiting we continue to wait your silence is compliance with the Takeshka incident and we will not stand for it make a comment you will continue to be under pressure from myself, from everybody else here at Fightful Overbooked until you make yeah. a comment on the Takeshka incident. And we will continue next time. Next time, I might have to just go straight to the source. Might have to go straight to the source when it comes to Cinnabon. Because I'm tired of this. I'm tired of their silence. As Don Callis and Takeshka continue to stand out there and face no repercussions for their actions from Cinnabon. They're just rubbing it in our face. They're just rubbing it in our face. It's awful. This cat is being annoying. All right, I'm going to go kick this cat (laughs) because I don't like this cat either. This cat, much like Cinnabon, Cinnabon. is awful. It might be a Cinnabon spy. Threw up in my bed last night at 3 a.m. Just for no – probably. You know why? Probably because it's got a hold of Cinnabon. And it was so, so terrible – Threw up in the bed. Toxic poisoned. Poisoned by Cinnabon. Terrible. Everyone support Tag Talk. Everybody watch Tag Talk. Congratulations, Haley. Kylie, I'm sure you did something amazing. So congratulations to you as well. You're just all amazing. Both of you are amazing in general. Kick, kick Cinnabon. Get out of here, Cinnabon. Hashtag boycott Cinnabon. Uh, The cat was a paid after. Yes. Absolutely. Listen, <sighs> Cinnabon needs to answer for this. And you know what? Jeremy is more than welcome to come on here anytime because if there's one cause I support in the world, it's hashtag boycott Cinnabon. I do not tolerate treachery. 
and abuse of innocent baby girls like Kenny Omega. Period. <laughs> oh, of course. Ryan says, but I like Cinnabon. Of course you do. Because you're Cinna fake. You take your Cinna jokes and get out of my Cinna chat. Cinna jokes. <laughs> yes, they need to answer for their sin, Nabons. Answer for your sins. Honest, honestly, Kate, take Ryan's mod privileges away. We should just ban Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. This is a Cinnabon free zone. Uh, all that being said, let's get back to being the elite before we completely go off the rails. I, you know what? I I saw the train going off the rails, and I said, you know what? I'm the Cinna Savior, and now we're back on the track. <laughs> the Cinna Savior. <laughs> so I have no idea where we left off, but that's perfectly okay, because what we need to talk about is the Young Bucks in a bidding war with Chili's and Wendy's. So are you Team Chili's, Haley, or Team Wendy's? Hmm. You know, this is a good question. I I don't know. You know, I feel like I have an allegiance to Chili's just because they have vegan options there, and I, I stand Chili's for that. And Wendy's doesn't, you know? And, like, everything with... potato. What? They have baked potatoes. Just get a potato. What a baked potato. <laughs> And don't they have it with like broccoli or something? Ew. Or Do they have broccoli at Wendy's? I don't know. I, don't know. I think so. Broccoli? Maybe what? I made that up. Maybe I made that up. But you know what? They do have good strawberry lemonade. So it's a toss up, mm. truly. Impossible burger, strawberry lemonade. I, I don't know. You know, I can't choose. I mean, that's valid. I'm Team Chili's um, just because of the infamous Wendy's incident, Haley, um, early on in our friendship, I feel like that really solidified our bond, the Wendy's incident. You know what? I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't have to explain it if you don't want to, but the floor is yours. I'm going to. Okay. So I got Wendy's. This had to have been like a year ago. Yeah. And I ordered, I think it was the strawberry frosty, like when it first came out. And I, I wanted, I got like a large or something. I don't even know what it was. They gave me a large cup, or they didn't have a small cup or something, so they put it in a large thing, <coughs> and then they filled it up, and it was like this much ice cream. It was wild. It was bad. I tweeted about it. If you guys, you can go search Wendy's on my Twitter, you'll find it. Uh, we have a super chat from Jackie, who is one of my best friends in the world. He says, I'm a sin of girly, but I still love y'all. Congrats, Haley. Yes, congratulations to Haley. Um, you guys need to give her all the love. Um, but the reason I ask that is because on Being the Elite, uh, Matt Jackson, who is the self-proclaimed genius of this operation, yeah. says that they got a contract offer from Chili's. And it's a second chance contract over because he said, you know, if you remember, he screwed it up. Uh, and then, of course, Hangman gets the money shakes, you know, yeah. shout out Cody Rhodes. And then he says, oh, but wait, I have another email. We have a contract offer from Wendy's. So. And a little bit more. Yeah. The the elite are in a bidding war. Um, Is this, you know, reference to their current contract situation? Maybe. Um, Probably. Yeah. Will we see the elite in a Chili's commercial? Probably not, but I'd be into it. Listen. 
they need to bring the jingle back and they need to have the elite sing it and put it in the commercial. The elite have been, you know, riding the Chili's train for years and they've got no compensation for it. They deserve it. Wendy, she's a new thing, you know, but she, you know, there's the, it, always the tomatoes and Nick Jackson gets yeah, mad. Yeah, the, the side chick, you know? Yeah, there's like the really flashy side chick and like, it's a hyper fixation, you know, you have a couple burgers and you're like, oh, you know, I really like Wendy's, but Chili is just, they're just so stable. And, and versatile. You know, yeah, and like, you can bring your family there and like, add, there's something for everybody. Like Wendy, she's like, she's a one trick pony, you know, yeah. she's got a square you've burger. Once, you've had it off, you know? Yeah. So, like, Chili's Wendy's, I think it's an easy choice. I think Chili's. Uh, yeah, the chat's pretty much on our side. Chil Wendy's, Chili's. You know what, guys? Whether or not this is an, a reference to the Young Bucks contract situation, I don't know. But what I do know is that there's something that really warms my heart seeing Hangman Page with the Young Bucks. But who isn't there? It's Kenny Omega. So I kind of wanted to talk about this because uh, I said something on Twitter during Dynamite and people were like, eh, it's, it's, he's probably just, it's just a cover for him being on vacation. But on Dynamite, uh, there's like a backstage segment. It's Young Bucks and Tangman. There's no Kenny Omega. And the Dark Order come in and they're like clearly mad and Hangman starts to get, you know, anxious that they're mad and he wants to go after them and, you know, fix it. And Hangman says, Kenny Omega is not in the United States. But he's also not in Canada. So. Also, Kate, Kate says, literally just looked up, looked up who owns Chili to make sure it also. <laughs> also, who owns Cinnabon. You know what? That's the kind of, you know, grassroots activism that really drives the cause. I We need to look up the parent company of Cinnabon and expand it. We need to boycott anything with relation to Cinnabon. And I think that will finally, you know, cause cause them to really, you know, change their ways. But is Kenny Omega in Japan? One. Is Kenny Omega in Japan for a certain Golden Lover reunion? I'm not saying that is true. I'm just saying it's a little bit suspicious that Kenny Omega is MIA while the Young Bucks are doing contract negotiations and Hangman is having the money shakes. And you know what? I think it's a little sus. I think it's a little sus. And I mean, even if it was like a cover for like him being on vacation or something, like it doesn't mean that they can't like tie it into the story, you know? Yeah. And listen, I, th I, and I said this one tag talk, or maybe I said it somewhere else. I don't know. Life's a blur, but it was a little suspicious how easily Kenny Omega was just like, all is well, all is fair in love and war. It really is. It really was. Cause Kenny Omega has never done that. He's yeah. nothing if not dramatic. So that was a little scary. He's and I do, yeah, and I do think that we're gonna get some sort of, you know, elite conflict, maybe after the BCC feud, maybe before the BCC feud. I don't know. But all I'm saying is, is it's weird timing that Kenny Omega is out of the country while Matt Jackson is masterminding these contract negotiations. I'm just saying. Well, and then the stuff with Forbidden Door. I yeah. mean, uh, Brian and Okada. Like, that's interesting, too. Especially because Kenny said that he's, you know, going to get two friends that aren't non-AW friends. And everybody was like, ooh, it's got to be Okada and Abushi. 
interesting stuff. I think Kenny just having ties to New Japan again really gets the ball rolling a lot more. Um, I've really enjoyed Kenny Omega and AW. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a certified Kenny Omega girly. <laughs> but there's something, like, the, just the history he has in Japan, being able to bring that into AEW is so, so, so special. Um, and I'm really excited for, for Forbidden Door. Coming out of Dominion, um, not just, just, like, the general enjoyment of seeing matchups we haven't seen before, but also seeing all these sort of connections. Um, like you mentioned, Danielson and Okada, two, you know, two guys who are a lot of people would say are the best in the world, maybe some of the greatest of all time. Two guys who also have, you know, history with Kenny Omega. Like that's really, really interesting. And I don't know what else they're gonna do. Like um with Forbidden Door, I don't know what the Young Bucks are gonna do. Um, I don't know, I don't know where CM Punk stands. I don't know, but I'm I think I'm more excited for this Forbidden Door, especially the Blackpool Combat Club, than any other Forbidden any other Forbidden Door. What am I saying? Any yeah. other crossover show. Um, and I'm including, you know, last Forbidden Door. I'm including like the Impact ones that New Japan does. I'm including all of those. Like this to me is going to be an incredible, incredible show. I'm so excited. Well, yeah, and like last year and stuff, you know, a lot of people were out on injury. Uh, yeah. And it was still a really great show. Like, I really enjoyed Forbidden Door last year. But a lot of these key players are, you know, back in the game now. So there's so many more options that we have now than what we would have had six months, a year ago. And I just think that that's really cool. Wrestling is great sometimes, you know? Yeah, and I feel like New Japan is in a different spot. Oh, yeah. I feel like they've they've really started to recover. You know, they've had some injuries. Um Unfortunately, Mercedes is one of those, but they've really started to recover from the pandemic uh, and they're really starting to pick back up and for at least for me in terms of the quality of the content they're producing. So I think um, this Forbidden Door is going to be probably what last year's Forbidden Door should have been, even though last year's Forbidden Door to me was one of the best pay-per-views of the year. I loved it. Uh, I got to be there, but unfortunately, AW seems to think that they have to be an international promotion and stay in the world. <laughs> so stupid. Just stay in Florida and you'll be fine. Um, Florida so, is basically its own country at this point. <laughs> don't remind me, okay? It's so absurd. But um, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, also, I did. I tweeted out... Um, we're like six months into the year. What are your, you know, wrestlers of the year, match of the year? And my tag team, I said, was Aussie of the year was Aussie Open. And I won't say who, but someone DM'd me and was like, this is such a lie. You've always hated Aussie Open. And I was <laughs> like, since when? I hate Will Ospreay. Aussie Open. Yeah, it's, it's not about Aussie Open. Not Aussie Open. It's just the affiliation with Will Ospreay was, you know, rubbing you the wrong way. But for now. It broke away. And you yeah, know what? now, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I respect it. They're AEW. And you know what? I love them for that. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega 2 at Forbidden Door is going to be crazy. Here, I have a question for you. And this has nothing to do with tag team wrestling. And I know we have a lot to talk about. But it's like, you know what? This is just going to be a long show. We just have to accept it. Do you think... Okay, Forbidden Door, Omega, Osprey. Do you think this is where Osprey gets the win? Or do you think this we're going to do Omega, Okada again and Osprey loses? See, I want I want Osprey to get his win over Kenny and go into All In as champ because I feel like there's a lot that they could do with that and I think that that would be great for him. 
but now you post that. I'm like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, because we still we still do need to get um, Kenny and Okada again, and that would be a way to do it. But I don't know. I really want Osprey to win. Yeah, and I was thinking about it about you know Forbidden Door to All In because it's not a lot of time that they have between those two shows. It's like I think AW is used to having more time, and I'm wondering how they're going to build All In. Um, and I do think All In is going to be a lot of, uh, and I said this to Haley, a lot of dream matches, a lot of like just fun exhibition matches, things like that. But I would love to see Osprey versus Jay White. And to me, I don't feel like th- they need a title involved in that to make that match happen. Um, and I almost, I think it's almost poetic to have Omega lose the series with Osprey the same way he won the series with Okada. So that's why I'm team that. Um, a lot of just Zack Sabre Jr. in the chat. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr., oh, yeah. I don't know. Listen, there's so many AW matches they need to do with ZSJ. Yes. But I really, I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, that they're saving the Danielson match for All In. You think? I think so. I hope so. That's what I want. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen, but that's what I want, so... I mean, yeah, I feel like it makes sense. It's going to be so weird, especially as people um, like me and you who watch wrestling so intently. It's going to be so stressful all, through August, dissecting the build to all in while also doing the build to all out. Because yeah. you guys understand, Haley and I are like crazy with this. We like <laughs> analyze details and things. And we like. We're kind of Delulu sometimes, but you know what? We're a little, yeah, but like. Listen, a lot of the things that we have really speculated on have come true, Haley. It is true. It is true. We see the future. But, like, I've never done two pay-per-views at the same time for the same promotion because they're happening within a week. So it's going to be really interesting. Um, But overall, the build of Forbidden Door started. I'm really into it. I'm excited for this show. Uh, I really, really wish, and maybe we'll get some of that, like, this week, some more, you know, women stuff. Like, yes, I don't know why we're not really stressing the New Japan stardom connection. And, you know, I don't know why Tony Storm and Soraya and Ruby aren't like, oh, we're better than AEW. We need to challenge these women. I don't know what's going on there, but they need to really they it's an opportunity they can't pass up. I'm sorry. I agree. Um, And I think I think that this week um, I hope that we see something this week that they can kind of build off of um because i feel like you know they did the stuff with brit and cole and like that's out of the way yeah so you know and poor and jamie Hayter's injured but that doesn't mean Britt baker can't do something fun mm-hmm. and i still think that the biggest match they can do for all in for the women's division is baker versus Hayter. yeah and i think they can do that but i do think they need to start building brit as a singles star, you know, and building up her worth. And then, you know, we can do that then. At least that's where I'm at. Some people are not on the same page as me. Some people are Soraya stands and I get it. Um, But Baker versus Hater, listen, they need to do it. It sells itself. There's so much story there. Yeah. And I feel like you, I mean, ideally you would want Jamie Hater to be the champ at, you know, coming into all in, but, um, I mean, 
maybe you don't need the title. Maybe you could do it. Uh, but if you're going to have a big singles women's match, which I feel like you need to have, you know, a marquee women's singles match for all in it's Baker versus Hader. There's no one else. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Kate says, please fantasy book an AW women's tag division. Listen, we should, we should do that. Cause we do it. Like we talk to each other about it all the time. We should just yeah. put an episode together. And I have, and Haley knows how insane I am with this. <laughs> yeah. I I don't fantasy book. I like methodically book, and I book years of wrestling. And I don't know. It's just like some something that, like mentally that I do. But I'll do it. I'll do the women's tag thing. I'll put it on Twitter. Uh, and we'll, maybe we'll talk about it on Tag Talk at some point. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um. Uh, Getting us back on track with all this stuff that's happening. So I got my our little listy list. Oh my god, Jungle Hook. We didn't even talk about Jungle Hook. I spent all that time making this thumbnail and I completely <laughs> Jungle Hook. Guys, listen. Jungle Hook is back together. Listen, when okay, when haven't we also like theorized about this recently or am I crazy? We have. We have yes. And listen, so Jungle Hook, they're they're reu- they're forming their union, yeah. not their reunion, their union. Haley and I were so enthusiastic about this, like it's almost embarrassing if you go back and you watch the tag talks that were after this. We were like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Um, but it's, it was embarrassing. Let's be honest. But you know, Jungle Boy coming out of the pillars thing, I feel like he does need a little bit of a character rebrand. He needs to find himself and not just be a leather jacket wearing, you know, attractive guy. So I really, I think this is good for him. And also jungle hook. Listen, that's a great tag team just athletically, like in the ring wise. And also hook needs to do something. I am so sick sitting there. Hook comes out, he does a cool match and then he disappears for six weeks. And then he comes out, he has a cool match. And they're like, he's FTW champ. He's a champ. He's a star. He Listen. If I he's love a star, him. why aren't you doing more with him? Yeah, put him on my screen. Exactly. People love Hook. If you've ever been to an AEW show and Hook's music hits, the crowd goes nuts. People are out of their seat immediately. The people love Hook. And he, Hook and Jungle Boy are young. They're athletic. They're good looking. And somehow absurdly they fit together as a tag team yes it doesn't make any sense but it makes all the sense in the world and there's so much you could do with this later down the line if you have them as a tag team they could go for the tag titles they could not you it doesn't matter to me that part but if this ends with the jungle boy versus hook feud i am sold on it I think, like you said, Jungle Boy kind of needs that rebrand. And I, mm-hmm. I think with all these heel teases and stuff, they're like, eventually, we'll probably we'll probably see a feud between them. But I'm all for it. You know, I do not want my heart to get broken. But, like, also, if we're going to get some good matches and stuff out of it, I don't care. <laughs> Break my heart yeah. all you want. Ultimately, I'm, in, I'm into it because I like when wrestling destroys my soul. And this would destroy my soul. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with the TNT title picture. She's over there. We don't talk about her. Um, the world title picture. She's over there. We don't talk about her. <laughs> I have no clue. Um, but the tag titles. 
It really does versus FTR. Listen, and I was just about to say that. (laughs) It really does feel like, and I maybe I'm being a little too optimistic and I'm getting ahead of myself, but it really does feel like there's a little flame of the, you know, the the Phoenix rising from the ashes of the (laughs) AW tag division. Like we have FTR doing something cool with Bullet Club Gold, which name aside, we accept them. We love them. We nurture them. Uh, do something cool that isn't Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Jungle Hook reunion. It really does feel like the tag division is slowly but surely becoming, you know, what we expect it to be. Uh, and I'm so into it. I'm like, I'm beyond ready. Like, I'm so over it be it being bad. I'm so ready for tag team wrestling and AW to be good again. And with Collision coming back, um, you have a lot of space to really you know, pluck up some tag teams that maybe you've forgotten about, or I mean, those, let's be honest, they've just kind of faded away. Uh, you have a lot that they can do. And AW is in such a cool period right now with Forbidden Door and the Owen and the new show and all this stuff. And it's, I'm just so into it. I'm sorry. I'm like so enthusiastic about AW that I'm looking at this, um, this little list of topics we have and I'm like the bloodline. <laughs> what uh jungle hook reunited and i'm supposed to talk about the bloodline please listen jungle hook is the news of the week news of the year (laughs) you know it's hard to believe that like this their kind of um teaming up only happened like four months ago it feels like it was like a year ago doesn't it years ago (laughs) it's because jungle boy has been through like hell like this this man has just he had the pillars match. He had the buried alive match, which wasn't called was it called a buried alive match? I don't remember. Whatever it was, he's been through a lot, and you know he came out the other side scarred and just you know disheveled. And there's no one but Hook to put him back together. And then he's gonna break Hook's heart, but it's okay because Hook needs Hook needs adversity on his road to the world title. He needs it. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, yes. Like uh, somebody else that we won't mention, but anyways. Literally? I, if I, listen, if I ever hear the word adversity associated with Cody Rhodes again, (laughs) I am going to block the word Cody Rhodes from my life. Like, from my Twitter, from my friends. If anyone says Cody Rhodes, immediate block. The word, listen, Cody Rhodes, his whole life is adversity. He wore a mask on his face. He was Brandon Cutler. (laughs) Like, there's... Listen, guys. But anyway, I don't want to rant about Cody because... And Kate's already on it. Cody Adversity Roads. Hashtag car. Cody Adversity Roads. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we're at. Uh, I just... Now my mind is stuck on Cody Roads. Hook maybe needs a little adversity. Yeah. You know, MJF didn't get any adversity going to the world title. Like, he got everything handed to him. And literally, in you know, by, you know, a certain William Regal and everything that happened there. But, listen, Hook, if Hook faces adversity and he overcomes it, Hook versus MJF is a good match. Unironically, I feel like that'd be a fun match. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with MJF. I don't know what they're doing with Warlow. They're over there. I don't talk about her. I'm just like, I don't talk about CM Punk. I don't talk about her uh, or Collision because I have no idea what's going on there. But 
I do talk about Jungle Hook. Because it's a show about tag team wrestling and sometimes other things, but tag team wrestling. So, listen, I feel like we really need to embrace the other. Like, it's tag team wrestling, like the elite and other. And I feel like the other is where we really shine. <laughs> but, um, oh, I mean, Caden's here now. Hi, Caden. Hi, Caden. Uh, I, th- Kate, I think it's probably because Hook was learning how to wrestle. Um, and, I mean, he wasn't ready to be in, you know, the shoes of Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, and the Pillars and all of them. But I feel like now he is. But, Haley, I did want to ask your opinion. So, um, on Dynamite, Bullet Club Gold, and there's this Bullet Club Gold are attacking Ricky Starks, and FTR saves ricky and now there's like this weird mix-up where ricky is like with ftr but not with ftr and like the tag titles are somehow involved and i wanted to know your thoughts on that but also then i wanted to know your thoughts in general about jay white and what his aw run well first of all i'll start with jay white i love jay white i was so happy when uh they brought him in when he signed up was so excited i was like yes this is what aw needs this is gonna be great and I don't necessarily hate the way that his run has been, but I do think that he... It's been a little lackluster, in my opinion. Um, and I do oh. I do feel like, uh, for me, it's... It, it, like, he kind of lost a little bit of momentum. I think he can get it back, but I just think that, you know, he was slowed down a little bit. And I just... I didn't think that he needed to be, but, you know, here we are. Um, but as for, like, the Bullet Club Gold stuff, I really like it. Um, I love seeing them kind of embrace the Bullet Club in North America again. I think that that's really cool, especially with all the ties and impact and stuff. Um, I don't know where Ricky fits into that. Um, I I don't know. And especially with, um, Bullet Club in Japan and all these Mm -hmm. new members joining, I'm like, oh, are we going to see some more Bullet Club Gold members soon? And, you know, I don't know. I don't know how he fits. But I'm Yeah. And Kate says, I really didn't think that they, I really think they didn't think they were yeah. Angel White. And I kind of agree because it almost feels like um, Juice Robinson versus Ricky would have been a, a good feud that would for both of them. Yeah. And then you throw Jay White in and all of a sudden he's like the focal point. And they don't know what to do with him. Uh, So I definitely agree. And I think it's a little... I do think the end goal for Jay White's first big singles feud is probably Jay Jay White versus uh, Adam Cole. I think that's like... I think that sells itself. Um, But Bullet Club Gold, when you have Bullet Club in Japan, who's they're in like a rebuilding period and they're recruiting a lot of really cool people. Um, And then you have the Impact Connections. I'm almost... I almost feel like they would have been better served not having the Bullet Club label. And I feel like if it was just Juice and Jay White and they did, I don't know what they would be called. I don't know, the the bad boys or something. If the bad boys came into AEW and they challenged FTR, then, then that, like, there's a lot more you can do with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like now they're Bullet Club gold and you can't shake the Bullet Club, you know, legacy good or bad because there is a bad legacy with bullet club let's be honest especially if you're jay white so it's like 
they brought that in and now it's it's a part of the, it's the part of the whole thing and i do get someone said i don't remember who on twitter uh the bullet club ties it kind of ties jay white in to like the elite and adam cole and it you know ties it up in a bow um but i don't know the bad boys versus ftr is just as fun i agree and like i don't know what the plans are um you know with bullet club gold like if we're gonna see some kind of match uh at forbidden door with like the other bullet club now because I really feel like that's what they're kind of leaning into, but I don't know. And I said that last week, too, but now I really think so. And it really does feel like um, just the Bullet Club, if you look at like just the New Japan Bullet Club, mm-hmm. it really does feel like they're just bringing in everybody. Everybody <laughs> that's even like slightly cool, they're like, put them in the Bullet Club. Because I do think that they want the Bullet Club uh to be that force that bridges the gap with North America again. And now with their New Japan Strong show and with Impact, I think they want that. Um, well, the, like, newer members being, like, LA Dojo guys. Yeah, and it's... It gives me a little bit of, like, old-school Bullet Club energy. Like, mm-hmm. even pre-AJ Styles, like, Prince yeah. Devitt Bullet Club energy. But I'm also weary of it because I don't want it to be a situation where it's just anybody who's, you know, slightly cool and North American just gets shoved in the bullet club. Um, Cause I feel like that's what really got the bullet club in trouble when it yeah. started declining is it was like, people didn't buy into anybody that really wasn't Kenny Omega and the young bucks. Um, so I don't, I trust that they know what they're doing with the Bullet Club simply because New Japan is on a good run. They're rebuilding and everything. Um, but a little bit of pause. Collins, who's one of our dear friends, says, hi, I love you girls. you the best. Love you. Collins is the best. Yeah. Collins needs to come back on Tech Talk. Because I had Collins mm-hmm. on uh, for, and especially for insights like this. Where's the leather jacket? Bullet Club. That's, that's how the Bullet Club was going. And... I don't like that. I like the Bullet Club just to be smaller. Like, I don't think you need 2,000 members like they yeah. had in the past. But it does feel like we're getting to record numbers in the Bullet Club, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, it's just like we're just uh, overpopulation issues, I guess. But uh, I, the Bullet Club gold thing, mm, I'm still iffy on it. I know a lot of people are still iffy on it. But FTR versus Bullet Club gold, that's a, such a great match. Like, that's such a great feud as well. And FTR deserves it. Let's be honest, guys. They deserve that that redemption moment after, I don't even want to say, moving on from Double or Nothing because I cannot. I cannot. We need – Double or Nothing is in the rearview mirror. She was a bumpy road. But now we're on the highway to Forbidden Door. And that's that's where we need to be. That's that's my final thought on that. I agree. Cosign. Please, no more of that-ish. Um, Dominion, though. Dominion was a great show. I think everybody should go watch it. If you've kind of phased out of New Japan because of the pandemic or because of, you know, whatever, come back in because it's They've not... they doing really great stuff this year. They really have. And there's, like, a lot of uh, younger guys who are doing a lot of great stuff. And also, Claudio wrestled in New Japan. Let's talk about Claudio because, listen, I was so excited for this. So... Basically, I don't have to run down the history of Shooter and John Moxley because you should know that. But 
basically Shooter brings in Moxley and Claudio, which, pause, is Shota Umino part of the BCC? I Someone needs to answer that question for me. Uh, but back to the thing, they had a great match. Like, Claudio swung Okada. It was great. Uh, cl- apparently, Claudio has, like, Ring of Honor obligations that'll keep him from in the, going in the G1, which is so annoying. Ring of Honor always in the way. But uh, I'm so excited for Claudio doing stuff in Japan because I do think sometimes because Moxley and Danielson are stars and they're, like, they're like big personalities, I guess, Claudio just kind of just become the muscly guy in uh, the BCC, but he's so much more. And I think he really fits in Japan and I want him in the G1. I want him and Mox to maybe go for, you know, maybe some tag matches, maybe, I don't know, but I was really into that. So I wanted to just talk about Claudio because listen, he's not on my list of things to talk about, but I have to, I'm sorry. I love that man. Listen, you know, it, it kind of relates. It's all kind of the same, you know. He is part of the BCC, so it's fine. It's fine. But also, I feel like similarly with um, kind of Claudio being typecast in the BCC, I guess. Um, yeah. I feel like Yuda is kind of similar. Like, he really gets lost in the shuffle behind all uh, oh, the yeah. rest of the members. But I've really liked that lately, you know, he's been getting uh, pins in the big matches. I think that that's great. Um, and I hope that we see kind of a bigger push for Utah um, on Dynamite and stuff, too. Yeah, and I really appreciate it because the whole point of the BCC is, or, I mean, originally at least, was that they train together and that they can create the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. And Utah, for the longest time, we didn't really see that. Uh, we just kind of saw Utah as, you know, the little brother maybe of, you know, Moxley and Danielson and Claudio. And he would have his great moments. He was kind of feral. Like he was, you know, good personality, but he wasn't having the success that, you know, the BCC said that their recruits were going to have. So I really like that they're establishing, okay, Yuta is not only has he learned and improved enough to pin Kenny Omega, he's also just as good as these other members of the BCC which really, you know, increases the credibility of the BCC, uh, like, training system that they, you know, they purport to have. So I really, really love that. Also, I love Yuta uh, having the confidence of, you know, a Moxley or a Claudia or whatever, and just being, you know, up front and being part of the BCC and really just showing off. Uh, because, I, I mean, I speak for myself. If I was put into a faction... With John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Claudio Castagnoli, I'd be I'd be scared. I'd be so nervous. Like I would not be able to be my best self. But again, Wheeler Yuta is a star. Um, just catching up on the on the chat. Um, uh, and I genuinely, I don't know. I'm just really excited. So, shout out Wheeler Yuta. Shout out. Um, oh yeah. Collins is right. Last anime against Medino, I double nothing over Ken, over Kenny, and one before that. Yeah, and I, I think it's also important to say that the other members of the BCC aren't mad at Yuta for getting these pins, or they're not like jealous. It's very much like this. This is still the goal of the BCC to have to you know create these great young talent. Which where is Daniel Garcia, 
who knows? I don't. I I don't know. I'm the JAS is like a thing, not a thing now. Uh, Daniel Garcia is floating. He's just a personality. He's just there. I want him in the BCC so badly, though. I want to see them doing more stuff uh, with the BCC, like more um, recruiting and stuff. I mean, yes, but I I would like for that to wait until after the Elite Feud. Is that? Yeah. I mean, I guess, okay. I guess if you count Shota Umino, they have five members of the BCC. But, like, you can have an entire Japanese contingent. And you could have, oh my god, the BC, the Bullet Club, and the BCC, the Black Bull Combat Club. That would be a great match. You could do that for Bidden Door. You could do that anywhere. I feel like they... Listen, Tony Khan, I know that you watch this. Or either that or you just telepathically steal my ideas. But you need to do that. I'm putting it out there. Ugh. Did you have any last thoughts about um, the BCC? Uh, no. Okay. And I almost thought that we, um, I'm just like looking down the list and I was like, oh, Takeshita, we already, we're not going down the Cinnabon route. <laughs> we are not, we cannot do that. But shout out Mel Coleman for her art on the, um, I popped so hard. I'm so happy the for screen, Mel. The screen, the, the, what entrance screens, uh, on AW Dynamite. If you guys don't know, follow at Mel Coleman Art. Um, she makes the best wrestling art, in my opinion. Uh, and she made the painting uh, that they put on Don Callis's entrance, Don Callis and Takeshita's entrance on AW, and I was so proud, and I just follow, at Malcolm Bernard, everybody should follow. Uh, I think, do you think it's funny that Don Callis has, like, put that painting everywhere? But, blasting it all over social media. <laughs> I know, he's like, this is me. He's like, this is for me. And I'm like, okay, okay, Don. Uh, but Mel is, like, genuinely a great person. And just, like, one of the best people. And it's so rare to find people in the IWC that are genuinely great people, like, empathetic and, you know, compassionate and everything. But Mel is one of those people. So make sure you follow Mel. And Uh, also, while we're talking about Mel, um, there is a GoFundMe that has been circulating online hmm. recently, if you guys have seen that. If you are able to, and you can donate a few dollars, or even just share um, with your followers on Twitter. Uh, I know she's tweeted it, Georgia. Um, has tweeted it. Doc has tweeted it. Um, I retweeted it. It's somewhere. Yeah. It's on there. You'll find it. You'll find it. I'll, I'll retweet it again after the show so you guys can find it. Um, but that heat for Don Callis was, I think, among the... I th- I don't think anybody in AW has been booed like that. Mm-hmm. Except for MJF. Like, that was insane. For Don Callis. You guys are going to show out like that for Don Callis? Come on. We we have better standards as a wrestling uh, community, but listen, it's good for Takeshita. It's good for me. It does kind of give me like Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar energy, yes. where, where Takeshita just sits there. But Takeshita did get on the mic, and you know, shout out to these fans because Takeshita spoke Japanese and didn't get a what chant. So you know what? I take wins where I can get them. <laughs> um, Kate, do not bring up. Lambert on the show. <laughs> I totally forgot that man existed until this moment, and now I want to wash my eyeballs out. Uh, we only stand one man. 
with the name Lambert, and that is Jeremy Lambert. Thank you. Yeah, we only have room for one Lambert in our hearts, and that's Jeremy. <laughs> uh, any other Lamberts are fake Lamberts, they're, and they're Cinnabon spies. I'm starting really to think that Kate is a Cinnabon spy. Yeah, I think we should ban her. Um, I think we should. I think we should also block Kate on Twitter and uh, erase her from existence. <laughs> Just like go through, go through Fightful and delete every video with Kate in it for being a Cinnabon spy. Listen, <laughs> damn Lambert, please. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god. Okay, let's move on to the bloodline before I completely lose my mind. So, guys, I'm going to be honest. I don't care about the bloodline. Um, I'm like, people are trying to, like, argue things about the story and that it's going the way it should be and that this makes all makes sense in the end. It makes no sense to me. But what I am excited for is Solo Sokoa having kind of, like, a breakout moment and not being just the side piece, the side piece, I guess, of Roman and really being his own person. Because I don't know if you guys knew this. I went to an NXT show. I know, disgusting. But Solo Sokoa was there and the crowd really loved Solo Sokoa. And I was really impressed because I don't watch NXT, of course. And I'd never seen Solo before. And I was really, really impressed. So now I always root for Solo Sokoa. Even though I don't really watch WWE TV, I kind of watch highlights. I still root for Solo. That's my dude. And if Solo can, you know, defy his brothers and, you know, break that family bond and be a star, even if he's a bad guy, listen, I'm into it. And I think, I don't even want to mention Cody Rhodes because I don't know where they're going with that. And like, I have so many thoughts and I know it'll turn into a rant, but overall, I feel like the bloodline story has been hurt by Roman being champion. I'm going to be honest. But if we can salvage Solo from the wreckage, all all right, all, all wrongs will be forgiven. I'll write it off. I'll forget it. That'll, that'll be great. The Usos are going to be fine regardless because they're the Usos. They're WWE legends, in my opinion. They'll be fine coming out of that story. But if we can use this to make Solo a bigger star, I'm into it. Especially with Roman. Like... I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about Roman. I've like I'm so upset about Cody. For me, like similarly, how people are excited to kind of see, you know, Jay finally come to and you know turn against Roman and all of that. Have a um, moment, yeah, yeah. I am really excited to see Solo have that too uh, down the line. Um, because I think I think it'll be a breakout moment for him. I really do. I mean, defeating Roman or turning on Roman, like, you know, that's that's history right there, baby. That's iconic. And I just I really want to see that for him. And, and I think I think it would be a good conclusion of the bloodline story. In my opinion, the best conclusion of the bloodline story would have been at WrestleMania, um, with both Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes coming out on top. That, that's just my opinion. I don't know where they go from here. There's a lot of people who are saying, oh, Money in the Bank is going to be the next big, you know, advancement or SummerSlam. Or, you know, some people are saying that they're going to push Cody to Roman all the way to next WrestleMania and then Cody will win, which I really hope they don't do. Fingers crossed. Pray for me. Um, but overall, I feel like the tag division in WWE is kind of bad. 
but they're doing everything they can to make the bloodline a little bit more attractive. And like, especially I, I would think the last couple of weeks, the vision that they have for it is, you know, becoming a little clearer. Like you can see where we're going in the path. Yeah. I just hope that they don't look at Roman and see, just throw everything away just to keep Roman safe, I guess. Yeah. And just like, whoever wins money in the bank loses to Roman in an instant or, you know, Roman just doesn't have any challengers for a year until next WrestleMania. Um, or I don't know, but I do think like psychologically they have to find something that Roman can latch onto and really hone in on. And I thought him losing the title would have been, you know, a good wrinkle in his character and the tribal chief who all of a sudden has nothing that labels him as the chief. I thought that would have been great, but now there's nothing. So like psychologically, I guess solo is what they're going with. Solo being that, you know, that one thing that he stresses about, I don't know if they can pull it off. It's WWE. Who knows? It's, but overall, I, I'm not enthusiastic about it. (laughs) I'm it's like and also I thought this was funny so Ace says Kylie's ban list is as long as the WWE list of ban terms <laughs> I listen if there's something in my life that I don't like I ban it and people places you should protect yeah, your I, I yeah I have no room for that uh and I feel like everybody should be that way I know some people and not to go too far off topic they're like I don't want to block people I feel bad I block so many people you know that and you know what? I feel good about it. I have like 600 people blocked. And you know yeah. what? It brings me peace. It really does. You shouldn't feel bad about it. It's, it's your space. Uh, but uh, what do you think about the bloodline? Because I know that you're kind of more into it than I am. Am I? Oh, I thought you were. But maybe you're not. I just put you on the spot. I mean, I don't know. I'm like really wishy, like wishy-washy with them. Like I feel like... When there's big advancements, I get excited because I'm like, ooh, something different, like, you know, a new wrinkle to the story. But then, like, sometimes it just drags and drags and drags. But lately, there's been more advancements, so I've been more inclined to be more excited about it, I guess. But I don't know. I still have my reservations. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> okay, I feel that. I kind of relate. I'm, I will say, though, that I think it's really funny that the... At the beginning of the year, the two big stories of wrestling that people were excited for were the Bloodline and the Elite. Yeah. Like, people were like, the Bloodline is so much better than the, than the Elite story. And then WrestleMania happens, and all of a sudden, it's like, the Bloodline is still better than the Elite. But it's like, <laughs> it's, it's not. Um, I'm going to add the word cinema to our list of banned words. One, because I hate it. And also, cinna, Cinnabon. Yeah. Okay, you're on the nice. Just proving that you're a cine spy. I, I don't know. That is that is like um, what is it called? You know, like in commercials, the images pop up and they're like they're brainwashing you. Yes, that's what that is. C I N Cinna Bon Cinema. She's trying to program us, Kylie. She's trying to program us. I know. Indoctrination, man. Crazy. Indoctrination on Fight Flow for Book. My God. <laughs> My God. Uh, anyway, um, 
Let's talk GCW to wrap it up. Something we never talk about. We never talk about GCW, guys. And I'm going to be straight up honest. It's because I really did fall out a lot with GCW. Uh, I just, I don't know. Like, I can't pinpoint it and saying like, oh, this is the thing that made me stop liking GCW. I just decided one day I was like, you know what? I'm kind of over it. But they, listen, Maki Ito and Nick Gage is kind of fun. I'll be honest. Listen, I love it. Um, also, I wanted to say, our first episode of Tag Talk that we did last year, we talked about TOS Weekend. So I feel like this is kind of full circle. We're full circle. Yeah. I got my showboat hoodie on. Shout I don't have Hangman page. Oh, we can't see it. There you go. Bullet Club Hangman page, too. This thing is old. Uh, but yeah, GCW had uh, their annual uh, Tournament of Survival uh, weekend, and they did their second Cage of Survival. Um, you know, it was a good weekend. Uh, I li- I loved seeing the women highlighted, um, which, you know, we do see women in GCW, but never in, like, positions like this, I guess. Um, so they had an opening round with uh, Rina Yamashita, uh, Soya Rec, and Casey Catal. And it was great. Love those women. Um, and yeah, I just loved seeing them highlighted like that. But then for Cage of Survival, the next day, we had the Kirks, so Brandon Kirk and Casey, um, versus Matt Cardona and uh, Steph DeLander. And I mean, it was a match. You know, it was a match. It was certainly a match. Um, That's how you know Haley uh, has not great thoughts about it. Um, My favorite thing about you, Haley, not to interrupt you, but, like, if you don't like a match, you're just like, it was fine. <laughs> and that's how you know, yeah, because I try I try to be nice and, like, give everything the benefit of the doubt and, like, whatever. But, I mean, it was good. Uh, Cardona and stuff, they really played into the heat of the crowd. Um, the crowd was all for the Kirks, which I love to see. Um, and especially Casey coming off of the night uh, prior. I just love seeing her get this attention. She's uh, been doing great things in the deathmatch uh, community. And, you know, Sawyer was kind of in this position last year uh, when she wrestled Janela. So I kind of like seeing this every year. Um, and Rena was too, I guess. But anyway, th- that's not the point. <laughs> Back to the match. Um, Sorry. When I start talking about the Kirks, I can't. I just can't stop. I don't know. Oh, I know. But, but yeah, uh, it was a good match. And um, I don't know. I, I was happy to see the Kirks. At least she told you it was fine. Yes, that's a headline right there. Um, but yeah, it was good. Uh, and then after the match, uh, Matt and Steph won. It is what it is, whatever. And then they beat down the Kirks, and we got Nick Cage and Maki Ito back. And I love this pairing. I love Yes. It's I so think it's so kooky, but it's so fun, and I just love it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they're just, they're two opposites, but they're also, like, so similar. I just love it. And I feel like it's for a very specific type of fan. Like, yes. there's a lot of people who... And I mean, this holds true for like all Joshi. They're they don't like them, and they would see this, and they're they think it's weird. But I think it works, and I think this is exactly the type of thing that GCW needs. Is something that's like so out there and a little bit fun, a little bit you know 
comedic, but in a good way. Because I feel yeah. like GTW, especially in the last year, uh, maybe year and a half, has really been in a place where fans just, they're just bored. Yeah. And it's like, there's a lot of the same things going on, you know, every show, week in, week out. Um, so I like it. And if they take it away, I'm going to be very sad. Well, I like um, that this weekend had a lot more storytelling than we usually get yeah. uh, from them. I feel like they've been kind of lacking on telling stories um, lately. So I like that we got to see more of those this weekend. And I hope that that continues. Yeah, I feel like Mount Cardona and GCW has been such a polarizing figure. And I feel like GCW has really relied on Matt Cardona to carry the, the weight yeah. of of a lot of things in GCW. Uh, and now I feel like they're starting to kind of equalize. They're, you know, finding different areas where they excel. And they're really learning a lot more about who's watching GCW. Who yeah. are the fans who are watching? Because I think there's this stigma with GCW that fans are, you know, a certain male demographic or a certain, um, you know, socioeconomic demographic or this, this depiction. I won't, I won't say anything bad about those people, but there are a lot of people who were into GCW going into Hammerstein who were like me and Haley or, you know, other people. And I think when you have someone like Effie who draws in, you know, the LGBT crowd and, you know, the girls and the gays and you have, you know, people like Allie and you bring in on Hammerstein, you bring in people who really attract that fan base and then you put on Hammerstein. Enough said. Uh, I think a lot of people became disenchanted with it. And I think they're really starting to learn that a lot of what they had assumed about their fans was untrue. And I think people are slowly coming back and willing to trust. And I think Maki Ito and Nick Gage are a big part of that. Um, I also just wanted to say, because Kate reminded me, Eddie Kingston in the G1. Listen, I'm so excited for the G1 uh, because of Eddie, but also just because I feel like it's the first the first G1 back. Like, it really does feel like the first G1 back from the pandemic. So I'm super excited about it. Um, but yeah, I do think GCW, I wouldn't say they're in a rebuilding era, but I do think there there's a lot to be learned from the last year. Yeah, I think that they're focusing more on, like, like you said, um, catering to just in general, what people want to see more. Like, I really think that they're looking more at the analytics and stuff online, um, things that get shared, stuff like that. Um, I think them being on fight and stuff helps as well, so they can kind of see that demographic too. Um, so I think that things are shifting for them, um, and I just hope that they lean more into that, you know? And also, uh, GW fans, if you're watching, stop throwing things the Matt Cardona thing was fun but someone is going to get hurt if you throw things every time you don't like something listen they did it they did it to black Christian too I know that's why I'm saying do you just like it was a, it was a dangerous situation that's Atlantic uh, City for you <laughs> R.I.P. showboat but like we're in uh, a new it's the dawn of a new age I mean they're still in the showboat it's just a different room but now it looks like a literal hospital. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's ugly. A hospital. There, there will never be. Um, you, there's nothing comparable. 
I mean, there's certain venues that GCW runs all the time that you see and you recognize. Like, that was the iconic symbol. But anyway, I feel like GCW, maybe I'll learn to trust her again. But Hammerstein was dramatic. That was like... I just remember us, we did a post-show for Hammerstein. We did? I think I'm pretty sure we did, yeah. And it was so late and we were so over it. <laughs> I think I, think I remember this. Slam. I think it was for Body Slam. It must have been. It was, <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't remember that. Uh, but also, Kaden, um, you're not allowed to say I'm wrong on my show. But anyway, Kaden with a super chat says GCW fans keep throwing things. Kylie's wrong. It's my show. I'm right. That's just how it works. Um, hashtag cancel Kaden. <laughs> um, if, if you guys want to go find that post show on Body Slam, I have no memory of doing this. I I remember I, it only because we were so it was so late at night. We were over it. We did not want to be there. We were so negative about it. Like, I think we went out of Listen, it's because Jeff Jarrett was there. Yeah. Like yeah. I knew. It really soured the show for me. <laughs> I knew. I knew he was going to be a poison. And what did he do? He goes to AW and he holds FTR hostage. I knew it. I felt it in my bones. Oh, man. That was really a sight to see. I Honestly, it feels like a fever dream. Jeff Jarrett and GCW. Oh, my goodness. And I remember people being like, this is so cool. And I was like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember GCW fans being like, yeah, this, like, GCW, now you know it's legit because Jeff Jarrett is here. And I'm like, what? What are you doing? Uh, I don't remember doing that post-show, but I guess I did. So if you guys want to go find it, go for it. I was probably just, like, I probably blocked it out of my memory, like, like I probably, I should have. Just, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. But, uh, did we talk about everything we wanted to? Jungle Hook, Bullet Club, Kirks. Yeah. So, thank yeah. you guys so much. Th- yeah, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, oh, there's a cat meowing. I don't know what she wants. I'm cat today. Um, she is, she's a character in this cat. Um, but, oh, she wants out of the room. But, thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, I'll let Haley do her plugs and um, talk talk about the book because people need to know that Haley Coast the Tag Talk is now a published author. Even Bella's like talk about the book, Haley. Okay, uh, so basically, um, eating the Indies is a project that I've been working on since November with a small group of people, um, Stephen um, at Oakland Rovers on Twitter and. Um, Dave at Poo Poo Magoo, an incredible artist. Um, he does a lot of t-shirt designs for independent wrestlers and GCW and stuff. He's wonderful. Um, and a couple of other people. Um, but I was approached to do the bios and conduct a few interviews for the book. There are 25, I believe. Um, and it's just been, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, uh, it's been very challenging. I really challenged myself with this. Um, but it was a lot of fun, and I, I'm so excited that it's finally coming out. Um, we're in the final stages of editing, 
so it should be out soon. I know it's going to be on Amazon and stuff. Um, so I'll post the link and stuff on Twitter, and I'll let you guys know on Tag Talk uh, when it comes out. But I've gotten a lot of love on Twitter today, and it makes me very happy. Um, I'm you glad that you guys are as excited as I am. Um, and I just can't wait to see the book, because there's a lot of hard work was put into this book. A lot of honestly, crying, a lot of... <laughs> honestly, yeah. A lot of hours of me on Cage Match, and listening to interviews or podcasts and watching interviews and just conducting a lot of research for this. So I'm excited to see it all together. I am so excited about it. Um, I know Haley has put a lot of work into this book. It's been very stressful, (laughs) but I am so proud that we have a published author on the Tag Talk team. I mean, Lord knows that I'll never publish anything, so. Don't say that. We need one. We need one. You <laughs> check that box for us. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I love you. Uh, I love you too. Um, my plugs. I have a cat on my lap because she was meowing and I wouldn't have been able to do my plugs unless I picked her up. So you can follow me on Twitter at Kylie Wrestling. Yes, I changed my handle. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is Tag Talk. We are live every Monday at 3. We talk about all the big things in tag team wrestling. If you hear a cat purring, it's because she's by my mic. I'm very sorry. Uh, We talk about all things tag team wrestling. Lately, we've been talking a lot about AEW, but, you know, it's a show, as the show showed you, uh, we do keep tabs on all of tag team wrestling. So let us know in the comments if there's something you that's going on in wrestling that you'd like us to talk about, and we will. Um, We live every Monday at 3. This is Fightful Overbooked. Lots of great shows on here. Lots of great people. Go watch their shows. Subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. Um, just, if you like wrestling, if you like other things, um, go watch fight shows on Fightful Overbook. Jeremy is carrying his Boycott Cinnabon movement <laughs> through the channel. So yeah. if you, if you're interested in Boycott Cinnabon, uh, make sure you connect with us on Twitter and with Jeremy on Twitter. And, you know, the movement is growing. We're getting there. We, we will get them to address this horrific tragedy. Um, all that being said, I think I covered all the plugs. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, this cat is going to drive me crazy. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us. I know it was a longer show, uh, especially because it's just me and Haley and not me, Haley and Kate. But you know, <laughs> you guys really, you stuck it out. And we covered everything we needed to cover. So thank yeah. you so much. Thank you to everybody who super chatted. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Hello. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.